Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious studios of CBS Sports Radio here in beautiful New York City. Sitting on top of the 10th floor of 345 Hudson Street. Welcome on in to a Monday edition of the Zach Gelb Show across all the great local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 158, the free Odyssey app, and of course, streaming on YouTube. 855-212-4CBS is number to jump on in. 855-212-4227. You could always get at me on Instagram, where I'm straight flexing, or via the good old cesspool of Twitter, at Zach Gelb, that's Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. Got Stuart Kovacs and Pat Boyle rocking and rolling with me on the Zach Gelb Show all the way up until 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific today. We have to start the show off with the whining that the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. So I'm watching this game yesterday as Ion Football is wrapping up through the eight-hour marathon and many of these same CBS Sports Radio affiliates. And we all knew one of the feature games of the weekend were going to be the Kansas City Chiefs up against the Buffalo Bills in Chiefs kingdom, in Arrowhead. Going into the game, I trusted Buffalo's offense more. I thought Buffalo was going to win the game. I think I picked the Bills by five points. I like the Bills as a dog. I like the Bills outright on the money line. I said that all week. But when that game was playing out, we all know the controversial play that really isn't controversial because it's obvious where Travis Kelsey makes a great catch, laterals the ball, makes a great decision, Kadarius Tony catches it, and he goes into the end zone for a touchdown. But right away, when the celebration and the euphoria is happening in Kansas City, you knew that there was a yellow handkerchief on the field. You knew that there was a penalty flag. And once they showed the replay, it was clear and obvious when you saw the first look at the replay that Kadarius Tony was lined up offside. So, yes, it stinks that that was called, because it takes away from such a fun ending to a game. And don't get me wrong, there's still over a minute left. The Buffalo Bills were getting the ball back. They could have easily marched right down the field and won the game. But I can't crush the officials. The officials made the clear call. And if you played any football, whether it was elementary, whether it was uh, JV in high school, varsity in high school, college, or the NFL... And actually, let's just go back to your younger roots of the game and your first learning the game. Even as a fat offense lineman, I know what the receiver's supposed to do. I've seen it 9,000 times. The receiver looks to the official and says, am I on the line of scrimmage? The, the official's either going to say, you need to move back or you need to move up. And in this case, 
it was so obvious there's no way that Kadarius Tony ever asked the official, am I onside? And if he did, let's just say, and the official told him, you aren't, and he did not move back, that's on him. But we finally got that answer because after all the complaining and the crying and the bitching that the Chiefs did after the game with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, surprise, surprise, today at Andy Reid's press conference, he said Kadarius Tony, according to Nate Taylor, covers the Chiefs. Didn't check with the down judge, Mike Carr, to ensure he lined up in the correct spot before committing his offside penalty. So we'll play you some of the Chiefs audio in just a second. But you have Patrick Mahomes in sense. Patrick Mahomes losing his mind, crying like a little baby, and then Andy Reid after the game enabling that behavior and doubling down on it and the entitlement of Andy Reid. Oh, usually before that's even considered getting called, I would get a warning. Tell Kadarius Toney to line up on sides. It's not that hard, guys. This is the second game this season that Kadarius Toney costs you. Going back to week one against the Lions, he couldn't catch anything. He couldn't even catch a cold. And then the other day, he lined up offside. And when I'm watching it with Jody Mack yesterday, and we're doing the uh, Eye on Football show, I'm sitting there saying, he's a good yard offside, it looked like. And that's from uh, my uh, human eye, just sitting there with the monitor to my right on the first replay. Kansas City yesterday became unlikable. They really did. The Chiefs were this great duo of Mahomes and Andy Reid and also, let's say, a trifecta with Travis Kelsey. There was a lot to like with Kansas City. They were fun. They were the next team. They've already won two Super Bowls. They've been to another one. You know they're going to be in this for the next decade, even though this season isn't going their way. They still have a chance to get back to the Super Bowl. But there was no real reason outside of jealousy to dislike the Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes, likable player. Andy Reid, likable head coach. For all those years, couldn't win the big game. Now he's won two of them. Travis Kelsey, an awesome personality. A really fun superstar. Chris Jones, one of the better defensive players in the league. There's so many reasons if you don't have a dog in the fight and you're just a neutral football watcher to like Kansas City. But yesterday, are you bleeping kidding me? You're going to cry? You're going to bitch? You're going to complain when Kadarius Tony couldn't get his ass lined up on sides? He was clearly over the line. It wasn't even debatable. So don't tell me after the game, Patrick Mahomes, oh, the refs didn't give us a warning, or oh, they take away from Travis Kelsey's legacy, or oh, you know, it had no impact on the play. It's football 101. You look at the official. Am I lined up correctly? The official either tells you yes or no. Kadarius Tony didn't do that. And for Andy Reid to defend Mahomes and basically rip the officials as well and the arrogance that I deserve a warning, get lost. There's no accountability. You need to hold Kadarius Tony accountable because two games this year, he's cost you. So don't give me this bull junk. Don't give me this nonsense. Don't give me this hogwash that it's the official's fault. 
It ain't the official's fault. It's Kadarius Tony's fault. And we all know what the real root of frustration is for Mahomes. Probably if you shoot Mahomes up a true serum, he's not actually mad at the officials. It's because he realizes it's either Super Bowl or bust for him each and every year. Fair or not. And he knows down deep that he doesn't have the horses this year to throw the football to. And you see it week in and week out. Travis Kelsey, we all know, is a stud. You don't have Isaiah Pacheco yesterday, who's a physical running back. There's really not much that scares you and intimidates you with this Kansas City Chiefs offense. Yeah, you still have number 15. We all know how great he is. We all know that they will be in every game. But you're not going to beat the good teams. You're not going to walk out with victories when you have no rhythm and no flow offensively and you can't trust any of your wide receivers. And it's not even like Buffalo is this dominant team. Buffalo's season was on life support yesterday. The plug was about to be pulled on the Sean McDermott era in Buffalo. And the Bills didn't win because of a call by the officials. That's a bunch of nonsense. So yesterday, no doubt about it, the Chiefs became unlikable. Because it's one thing to lose. But it's another thing when you lose and then you cry about it. And let me just remind everybody. How did James Bradbury approach the Super Bowl loss last year? He got called for defensive holding. It was ticky-tack. Patrick Mahomes, that wasn't allowing the players to decide the game on the field. He got in front of his locker and he said, yeah, I held. I did enough where I put my team in a bad position and the officials called defensive holding. And I'm okay with it. We all knew it was a bad call. We all knew the flag shouldn't have been thrown in that spot. But he handled it in a classy way. And that was in a much bigger stage after a Super Bowl defeat. I didn't see Brittany Mahomes after that one going on Instagram and saying, oh, the rest of the MVP. When the Chiefs got gifted that Super Bowl with the call last year in the final two minutes up against the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's what Brittany Mahomes did yesterday. She goes on Instagram and she goes up oh, the rest of the MVP. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes slams the officials. We'll play the audio in just a second. He is complaining to Josh Allen when he's shaking Josh Allen's hands. Like, how classless is that? And Mahomes is usually a very classy guy. There's nothing to dislike about him outside of his brother. And Andy Reid, how frustrated he was and how he's killing the officials. You know, I don't usually advocate for fines because I like when players speak their minds. But how many times do players and coaches get fined for ripping the officials? The NFL better not go light on the Chiefs. They better not go light on Mahomes and Andy Reid because they're two of the biggest names in the league. Because anyone else does that in the league, they're getting fined a lucrative amount of money. But what a joke yesterday for Kansas City to lose the game. And then when you lose the game, the only thing you could say is, oh, it's the officials' fault. Oh, the officials screwed us. You know, I'm going to do a lot of things that are unprecedented today. I'm going to make two compliments that I never like to give. I'm going to praise the Cowboys coming up later. I'm also going to praise TV refs. Because I hate TV refs. But on Sunday Night Football last night, 
as uh, we were watching the Eagles get crushed by the Cowboys, they asked Terry McCauley on NBC his thoughts about the offside that was called on Kadarius Toney. And this was Terry McCauley's analysis on NBC last night. This is clearly a foul. He can't be past the back of the ball. His whole body is in the neutral zone. It may even be beyond the neutral zone. You can see the receiver at the top lined up perfectly. That's where he should have been. And and I would add, in past years, this has never been called. This would be technical. This would be a warning. This year, it's been called 11 times as opposed to twice last year, only once in 21 in 2021. So this is being consistently called. He needs to be onside. And whether it's been consistently called or not, it doesn't matter. And I know Andy Reid sits up at the podium after the game and goes, oh, I've never had an offensive offside called in my career when I've been the head coach, blah, 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 blah. Go watch the replay. If I was in that that press conference room, I would say, coach, shouldn't you instruct Kadarius Tony? Don't you have to hold Kadarius Tony accountable to know how to line up? It's not like you need a PhD in football to figure this one out. The dude was clearly offside. It wasn't even close. He wasn't even in the same zip code as where the center and the football was. Let's listen up to Patrick Mahomes complain, and he made it clear that he hates when the games are decided by officiating. Let us play, man. Like, let us play the game. And then whatever happens, happens. Like, the whole throwing the flag and deciding the game one or another, um, that that that's what hurts me. That's why, like last week, I didn't say anything because it's it's letting us play, man. Let us let us go out there and win the game. And I said I'd rather them let us play and go out there and and see who wins. I mean, that's what you want as a competitor is you you practice all week to go out there and try to win. And uh, you want it to be about the your team and that team and see what happens. You never want it to be. You don't want to be talking about this stuff after the game. Um and. And, that, and, that, and that, that's, that's, that's it, man. I'm not worried about if there was a flag on the next player or whatever, like not a flag. It's, I just want to go out there and play and then see what happens at the end, see what the score is, and then, and then, then we can, I can live with the results. Well, it's not a free-for-all. There are rules. If it was a free-for-all, then don't complain when you get hit by a defensive lineman a little bit late. All right? Your player couldn't line up onside. It took away a touchdown. And it wasn't as if the officials saw the play play on out and then elected to throw the flag. They threw the flag right when the ball was snapped because anyone with eyes could see that Kadarius Toney was nowhere close to being onside. Here is Patrick Mahomes saying the refs didn't do their jobs. I mean, the flag today was tough. Just, I mean, offensive offsides, it's... A penalty. It's, it's something that I mean, you as a, as a like I said, elementary school. We talk about you line up, you point to the ref. Your player you're good, didn't do that good. If not, they come to you. Hey, we talk. You need to get off the ball more. You need to be on the ball more. Kadarius Tony didn't do that. I mean, that's 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 the ref's job. Blame I mean, Tony. They you want to have an open discussion so that you can go out there and put the best product you can on the field. Your player didn't have um, an open for discussion. Him to throw that flag, Never no explanation, no anything. And I, I saw the picture, and I mean, he probably is. I mean, barely off, barely offside. Barely, but for him to, to take the game into his hands over a, a call like that. that doesn't affect the play at all, at all. Didn't affect anything. Um, Line up on I mean, sides. it's just tough, man. And like I said, man, that's a Hall of Stop Fame tight end making a Hall of Fame play oh, that won't be shown because Here comes we threw the a flag part. on front offensive offsides. And so it takes away from not only this game and this season, but from a legendary career that Travis has had. And, I mean, that hurts me because I know how, how hard he works for it. Whenever Travis Kelsey retires and then he's out for five years and he gets his day in the spotlight in Canton, Ohio – 
and they enshrine him into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You don't think we're going to have enough career highlights for Travis Kelsey? You think anyone's going to be sitting there and go, what about the time when he's being considered an all-time great right now that a play was taken away from him that would have made him even more of an all-time great? The dude's already an all-time great tight end. Oh, that crying is offensive. (laughs) It really is. It's ridiculous. Like, does Mahomes just think we're a bunch of morons? Does he think we're a bunch of dopes? So let's crush the officials for doing their jobs. Let's crush the officials for enforcing the rules, and you're just annoyed because you didn't think something should have been called when he was clearly offside in Kadarius Tony. And finally, this one was the worst. Josh Allen and Mahomes having an embrace after the game, and all Mahomes wanted to do was talk about how bad the officials were to Josh Allen. Listen up. Now, you know what's bleeping terrible, Patrick? That your player wasn't lined up correctly. And that you guys are continuing to enable the mistakes by Kadarius Toney. And it cost you up against the Lions in week one. And now it cost you in week 14 up against the Buffalo Bills. And you know it and I know it. Hey, Mahomes could still maybe at the end of the year be in Las Vegas, be hoisting another Lombardi trophy because he's that damn special. But he's concerned. Because he knows he does not have the talent around him that is required or that makes it easier for him to go land his third Lombardi trophy. Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. What did you make of Kansas City crying after the game last night? And are the Chiefs officially an unlikable team after the way they conducted themselves in the embarrassing fashion following a loss to the Buffalo Bills? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We come on back. Ugh, I got to go wash my mouth out with soap because I already praised the TV refs. Now I have to praise the drama Dallas choking Cowboys who may not be the drama Dallas choking Cowboys this year. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get to the biggest story of the day. 
the crying Kansas City Chiefs losing yesterday to the Buffalo Bills and just going nuts after the game on the officiating when it was a clear and obvious offside and it was the right penalty that nullified a crazy and a wild sequence where Travis Kelsey makes a catch and laterals the ball to Kadarius Toney and he runs 20 yards for a touchdown. But Tony was lined up offside. The Chiefs then couldn't find the way to get a field goal or get the ball into the end zone after that in the final minute or so. And Kansas City loses, and they're now 8-5 and five on the season. And the Bills, like, pop up from the casket, and they go, we're not dead yet at 7-6. and 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's start things off with Tom in Ohio. He's first up on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Tom, what's happening? Hey, Zach, forget that I lost a bet on that play. Okay. okay forget that. Mm-hmm. But wait, Tony, let's address that he was pissed off, pouting, and that's why he was standing back there to get the lateral because he was, like, mad he didn't get the pass. How about addressing that? What do you want me to address? You think that Kadarius Tony intentionally lined up offside because he no. didn't get the ball? No, when he went out for the pass, he got pissed off. He didn't get the ball, so he's standing back there pouting. If you watch it, he's mad he didn't get the pass. He's supposed to be running up the field blocking. Oh, and then the ball comes to him. How about addressing that? Tom, how, how about addressing that you, you lost the bet and now you're coming up with some Fugazi okay, conspiracy that. theory? <laughs> that, that's what it is. The guy then got the ball lateral to him and he found the way into the end zone. Yeah, but he wouldn't even have been there if he wasn't pouting and pissed off that he thought he was open. Tom, you have no point right here. And <laughs> you've made zero sense. And all of us listening to you just got a whole lot dumber after hearing that response. Oh, what is it like the Billy Madison quote after the lecturing in the uh, the entire debate? Jeez Louise. Uh, that's a brutal explanation. And this is what happens. You lose a bet, then you come up with a conspiracy theory, and you think Kadarius Tony was annoyed and he was pouting on the field. If that was the case, he wouldn't look like he just got hit by a car afterwards when he's sitting on the sideline and he had no clue what the heck just happened. And he just has a blank stare because he realized he messed up and he didn't do the simple thing. And that was check with the official. All he had to do was turn his head to the left and go official. Am I on side? Am I good? The official either gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down or says, move up, move back. Kadarius Tony didn't do that. Also, don't, you, don't you think that was a design that he was going to no. get that ball lateral? No. You thought that was just straight out I, off I, the cuff? In the moment, I thought it was improv. But maybe it was. I did not see anything after the game that suggests otherwise. Uh, but I thought Kelsey saw Tony was wide open and in the moment made a football-savvy play and then uh, tossed the ball backwards. But at least you think that they work on that in practice. Like, hey, if this maybe. we run this play in a two-minute drill, yeah. be ready for it. But Potentially, because... You, the Chiefs are a well-prepared team, and they should be ready for every situation. But I don't know if that was necessarily by design in that play. I think Kelsey just made a really heads-up play. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's go to Jordan in Calgary next up on CBS Sports Radio. Jordan, go ahead. Hello. Yes. I just got to say I love your show, mm-hmm. and you pretty much have nailed like everything on the head with what you've said today. Well, that's usually how it works, Jordan. I don't get why you sound so surprised. <laughs> So, what I'm seeing here is the Kansas City Chiefs are entitled. They're they're used to winning, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Like, you know, Travis Kelsey's 
dating Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's going to the games. Like, okay. Getting all the viewers from all the Swifties. Um, so I believe that they've become entitled and they, they can't take losing, but essentially Patrick Mahomes, like blaming the refs. It's, it's brutal. It's yeah, terrible. It, it, it's, it's unfortunate because Mahomes is such a great player and he's an all time great and he's such a likable guy, but I thought it was very lame yesterday. And I understand his frustration is probably more so with Kadarius Tony but I guess he wants to be a good teammate and he's not going to go after Tony. But then to go after the officials, like it's one thing in the moment on the field to do it. But then when you cool off a little bit, you go into the locker room and then you go to the podium, you shouldn't be ripping the refs. And there's many cases where I'm fine if you rip the refs. But for them enforcing the rule and making sure that Tony needs to be lined up on sides. I don't get what the big gripe is. It'd be one thing if they got it wrong, but they didn't get it wrong. He was clearly offside. Let's go to Eddie in Florida next up on the Zach Gelb Show. Eddie, what's happening? Hey, how you doing, Zach? Doing great, Eddie. Go ahead. Listen, I had a different take on that. Um, If you look at the end of that play when they go to the sideline, Patrick Mahomes was losing his mind, throwing Mm -hmm. his helmet, and he looks to his left, which is away from the field. And something really sets him off. And then they cut to uh, Kadarius Tony, and he won't even look at him. He's just sitting there stone-faced. Yeah, because he knew he blew the game. Well, I get that. But I also saw Patrick Mahomes mouth. Are you that effing stupid or what, man? I think what happened is, in order to do damage control, rather than throw Kadarius Tony under the bus, they made a decision to throw the refs under the bus. I'm not saying I agree with it. Okay. But I think his... His initial anger, and it was considerable, was was aimed at Kadarius Tony. Because how can you be that stupid to line off on the side? Eddie, appreciate the phone call. I'm not a professional lip reader. I just go what we hear. And right away, when the game ends and Mahomes goes up to Josh Allen, he is ripping the officials. So I think what was said on the side, I'm not saying he wasn't frustrated at Tony, but I don't think he voiced that frustration at Tony. I think it was always from the start at the officials with what he was physically saying. Not maybe what he was thinking, not maybe what he was feeling, but what he was saying. Let's go to Joe in Kansas City next up on CBS Sports Radio. Joe, what's happening? Hey, Zach, how's it going? Doing great, Joe. Go ahead. Hey, man, I love your show. I agree with you all the time. Um, yes, Mahomes, Andy Reid, they, they need to be more professional. They need to not blame the refs like that. Um, I agree with what you said. I think a lot of it is Mahomes is looking at someone to blame because he knows he doesn't have the weapon. You know, I think our front office and everything thought as long as they had a couple warm bodies, we were going to be okay. Um, Travis Kelsey is great. We got to quit looking at him as a wide receiver one, and he just needs to be our stud tight end, and we got to get some bodies in there that can catch a ball. But I feel like if Mahomes goes after Tony or says anything on the sideline, um, I don't think Tony's the type of dude that can handle that criticism. Yeah, but who and, should care what Kadarius Tony says? I, I understand that Kadarius Tony made two big plays in the Super Bowl. And you may not win that Super Bowl last year without those plays. But this year, he has never formed into the wide receiver that people thought he could be coming out of Florida. And he has physically cost the Chiefs two games this season. You could have two fewer losses if Kadarius Tony knows how to catch the ball 
in game one up against the Lions, and if yesterday he just simply knew how to line up offside, like onside. It's one thing, hey, you drop a ball or you're not uh, reaching what you're supposed to do from the player that you were in college, like what happened in week one. But to not line up correctly, that's just inexcusable to me. Oh, I agree. My my nine-year-old, that's the first thing he looked at me. He said, Dad, I'm flying football. We look over at the ref and ask if we're on the line. Bingo. And, and that's what we do. And, you you um, play football, you watch football, or, or you grow up around it. Your nine-year-old, Joe, was able to make an astute observation because everyone, regardless of the position, when you are learning football, you see it get taught and you see it get coached where you have to check into the official to see if you're lined up in the correct spot. Correct. And unfortunately, this is the second time this year, like you said, that I am blaming Tony on a loss. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't agree with how hard Mahomes went after the refs. Um, but I would say out of Mahomes' whole career and after the Green Bay game last week, saying we don't need to be in that situation, didn't put any blame on the refs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a pass this one time. We're going to right the ship. We're going to beat Miami in the AFC Championship at Miami. And then we're going to beat the Cowgirls in the Super Bowl. <laughs> How about that? All righty, Joe. Let's go to Wes in New Jersey next up on CBS Sports Radio. Wes, go ahead. Uh, hi. Um, I think the Chiefs, they're, they're not doing it this year. I think they're done. They might have had some sort of dynasty. Until they figure it out, they, they just have no receivers. They have no one. Mahomes is good. He throws it to Kelsey. Other than that, he just they, they just don't have anything else going for them. So, Wes, j- just wondering, last year, did you think they didn't have enough? Did they not have enough? I I might have thought that, but still, they got worse. They haven't – last year, they were still one of the best teams in the league. This year, I just don't see them doing that. Well, appreciate the phone call, Wes. I remember a lot last year where people were saying the Chiefs are vulnerable. Oh, the Chiefs aren't going to find a way to get back to the Super Bowl. Oh, they miss Tyree Kill too much. And they were still down by 10 in the Super Bowl and found a way to get it done. And you could say that the Chiefs are eh this year. You're not wrong. But as long as you have 15 healthy, even with how critical I have been of him today, they could still beat any team in the NFL. Because who's really running away with it right now? San Francisco is. They're looking pretty damn good. You know, in the AFC... You know, Dolphins are a good team, but the Dolphins lost to the Chiefs. The Ravens, solid team. Lamar has to stay healthy. There's a lot of open when you look at the NFL. No, Not a lot of teams have taken that baton and really have run with it. And until they get eliminated, even with all the complaining they did yesterday, you're not going to want to see them come playoff time. Let's go to Steve in California next up on CBS Sports Radio. Steve, go ahead. Hey, thanks, take it. thanks for taking my call. Really appreciate it. I'm going to give you a vision. Uh, nobody's talking about this, okay? Mm-hmm. And I don't have a horse in a race. I'm a 49er fan. Okay, Tony lines up offsides, and he, that whole play plays out, right? Yeah. And he gets the, the legal lateral, goes for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Now, let's say they make a no call on that offsides play. Now they're going to go back and say, wait a minute. The guy lined up offsides in that play was in that winning touchdown, and now the officials get criticized for the no call. So, But nobody's talking about that. That's a spin. I can't believe. I don't get your that, point, though, Steve. They threw the flag right away. So what are you saying? No, what I'm saying is 
he went for the touchdown on that play. But let's let's say he, they don't throw the flag. Let's say they do make a no call on mm-hmm. it, and it goes for the touchdown. Then they're going to go back and say, wait a minute, he was offside, and they're going to criticize him for not making the call. Okay, yeah, you're probably not wrong because yeah, uh, maybe a Bills fan would have went through it after the game, found it, and then blow it up on Twitter. But what what's the point then? Then some of us would have been ripping the officials. No, probably would be all complimenting how heck of a, a play it was and whatever. They got away with one. But the officials got it right. So I don't even get why we would play the game. Oh, if they didn't get it right, what the reaction would be. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb using the hashtag AskThePros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. My take all throughout the year on the Dallas Cowboys has been this. In the big moment, in the bigger games, they will choke, they will come up small, and they will do what the Dallas Cowboys have done ever since the 1995 regular season, which was the last time we saw them in the postseason go to an NFC title game, and then also go to a Super Bowl. The last two years, Mike McCarthy's done a solid job. Back-to-back 12-win seasons. They're probably going to exceed that number this year. They do stand by the belief that I had, and they do kind of prove that true this year, that Kellen Moore is one of the more overrated offensive minds in football. And Kellen Moore is now with the Chargers. The Chargers offense hasn't been humming all season long. And then you look at the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, maybe could win the MVP. Like, I'm not going to sit here and believe and say that he'll win the MVP, but he is playing MVP type of football right now. And you look at the Cowboys, they have a very good defense. They have an offense that believes right now. And Mike McCarthy, how about the toughness he displayed? Appendicitis, gets surgery, and then a few days later, Mike McCarthy, he's on the sideline coaching his ass off, out-coaching Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles. That was a good old-fashioned ass-whooping last night on Sunday Night Football, and the Cowboys needed it in the worst way. Because up until this point on the season, you looked at the Cowboys' record, and you said, okay, it's saying they're a great team, but then when they go up against the really good teams or the great teams, well, they got blown out by the San Francisco 49ers, and then even though they played well in their first matchup with the Eagles... They still lost the game. So last night, they showed, and I still think the Eagles will win the NFC East, but they showed they are clearly the third best team in the NFC and could be making a push to be the second best team in the NFC. And ultimately, I hope we do get to see 49ers and Cowboys, whether that's in the divisional round, whether that's in the NFC title game, but usually as someone that is described as a Dallas Cowboys hater, which I just like to think I'm realistic, and I just tell you the truth, and Cowboys fans don't like the truth, I will admit this Cowboys team is extremely likable. Mike McCarthy continues to get disrespected. The guy has coached his butt off the last three years. Dak Prescott, even though I don't think he is right an elite quarterback consistently in this league, he is easy to root for. When you know his story, CeeDee Lamb is one of the better wide receivers in football. I've always liked uh, Brandon Cook. Um, I always uh, like, as well, Michael Gallup. 
Tony Pollard is a solid player. And then defensively, you know, Micah Parsons, he could sometimes say some stupid things on his uh, podcast, but Micah Parsons is a ferocious football player. Stephon Gilmore is looking like defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore, with what he's been able to do the last two uh, two weeks. And Deron Bland, most interceptions uh, for touchdowns in a single season, pick sixes in the history of the NFL. And Dan Quinn, I like Dan Quinn. I like Dan Quinn because he choked a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl as a Patriot fan. But Dan Quinn has done a really good job, a masterful job with that defense. And I love when he's in that box and, and he's calling the plays and he's going nuts and he's celebrated. It pains me to say it because Cowboys fans could be some of the more obnoxious fans in sports. But I'm fair. This is a likable Cowboys team this year. A very likable team. And ultimately, when push comes to shove, let's see if they're different. Because they're giving off the look like they are different. But let's see, after you get out of beating the snot out of the NFC South opponent, assuming you're a wild card, or you win the NFC East, you win the wild card round because you won't be the number one overall seed in, in all likelihood, not a realm of possibilities. But let's see what happens when you're in a divisional round against the Niners or a divisional round against the Eagles or an NFC title game against the Eagles and the Niners. But yeah, I got to give credit to the Cowboys. They were by far and away last night the better team compared to the Philadelphia Eagles. And that Eagles defense, whew, they look like Swiss cheese last night. The last two weeks, the 49ers ran through them like a hot knife through butter. And last night, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys could do whatever they wanted. And I thought the Cowboys could have even put up more points. And I was hoping they would because I had a CeeDee Lamb anytime touchdown, which hit on the first drive of the game. And thankfully, I bet that individually as well. But I parlayed it with the over. And how many times are the Eagles going to drop the ball? How, how many times? A.J. Brown. Um, you have Devontae Smith. Everyone was fumbling the ball when they were moving the football last night for the Philadelphia Eagles. So this is one of those days. It took 14 weeks. But I will finally give some praise and some credit to the Dallas Cowboys. I look forward, though, till January when the team comes up short, though. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's get back to the Chiefs. Let's get back to the Bills, the ending of that game. Mahomes and Andy Reid just trashing the officials, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Let's go to Nate in Pennsylvania next up on the Zach Gelb Show. Nate, what's happening? Hey, uh, Zach. So I think the, the the Cowboys and the Eagles both won last night. I think the... I think the Eagles just they need to sit down and and self reflect a little bit and that's a lot easier to do for a coach when they lose the game because they haven't been right all year and so um if they're going to make some changes I think now now's the time and for the Cowboys obviously getting that that confidence builder that was that was good, a good thing. Um yeah, that was that was a, a crappy call yesterday. I uh I don't unless you're like a diehard Bills fan, the refs interfering in the last minute of the game is is making it borderline unwatchable. But Nate, um, Nate way- are you a Chiefs fan? Just wondering. No, I'm a Denver Broncos fan, actually. Okay, so <laughs> should they not call it when the players clearly lined up offside? Like they did not know what was going to happen once so, they like, threw the flag, but he was clearly off. Absolutely, and and so you're right. It's not like they they threw the flag after they seen the touchdown. You know, it could have been an incomplete pass, and we're not even having this discussion today. But I will say, I look back at the AFC Championship game the uh, Chiefs when they lost to the Patriots when the defensive player lineup offsides. This here especially, I don't think it gave them any sort of unfair advantage. 
And it's just you you unknowingly decided the outcome of that game more likely than not. And I just I, I even if So I'm Tony could have been ten yards down the field, they shouldn't call it because you don't want to see an all time uh, play get taken away is what you're saying. I, I and it could have been just a simple, you know, over the shoulder pass for a touchdown. It's not that. It's you're talking about an inch. And I'm saying in that situation, I get what the rule is. more than an inch, That's but like okay. Holding. You, you could go call holding on every play. I'm just saying in that situation, if it's not that egregious, I think you swallow the whistle. Well, it was like egregious. He was, he was like a, a, almost a full yard, not even lined up closely. You know, sometimes you see a, a replay and you go, oh, I don't really see the flag and why the flag was thrown. The first replay I saw, I go, clear and obvious, Tony offside. Let's go to uh, Anthony in Myrtle Beach next up on CBS Sports Radio. Ant, go ahead. Yeah, that guy is the last caller. I don't know what his problem is. A flag is a flag. A penalty is a penalty. Mm -hmm. My view is Kansas City Chiefs, they're a dirty team. They're very rough. They'll do things on the ground in the, the game, and they never get penalties called for them. Meanwhile, other teams will get penalized for them, and it's unjust. And that's one reason why I honestly can't stand the Chiefs because it seems like their referee is a 13th man always out there. Yeah, well, you know um, what happens? A lot of times when you win games, that's what people say. I dealt that as, as a Patriot fan all these years. I would not call Kansas City, though, a dirty team. They're usually enjoyable. They just weren't enjoyable yesterday because of the way that they handled complaining about the officiating at the end. Let me squeeze in Mike in West Virginia. Mike, got about a minute here. Go ahead. Hey, real quick, I want to thank you for giving the Cowboys a little props to start off with. I, I wondered if he was going to do that. I'm fair, Mike. I, I show up. Win or lose, I'm always here. I don't hide. I don't that, cry. That, I'm not like Mahomes and Andy Reid, those crybabies. There you go. There you go. And second of all, I want to say real quick, I, I'm not, you know, I am a Cowboy fan, but I'm not a, a Chiefs or Bills fan. A lot of people forget one thing. The beginning of this season, the referees made it clear they were going to uh, make an emphasis on the offense and defensive lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, a helmet over the line, a hand over the line. They've been calling it all year. They've been calling this all year. Um, You're not wrong, Mike, and appreciate the phone call. I'm up against it. The bottom line is Tony has to check with the official. Tony didn't check with the official. Toddlers get taught this. High school players get taught this. College players get taught this. The pro simply has to look and ask the official. And he didn't, and Andy Reid admitted that earlier today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 